The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. This is Christine Previs, producer and host of The Unexplored Places, an actual play podcast about exploring weird worlds and making bold choices. Our current season, East Haven Heights, uses Masks, a new generation, to tell the story of a team of teenage superheroes who become tangled up in a citywide conspiracy far above their pay grade. This is episode 8, Hall of Mirrors, in which our heroes, Ben, Aggie, and Alex, have found their way to the lair of the mysterious supervillain Fearmonger, who seems to be at the center of a rash of dangerous crimes throughout the city. However, Fearmonger, whose powers force those who face him to confront their fears, traps our heroes in his funhouse of horror to deal with their traumatic pasts, their deepest insecurities, and their very worst character flaws. This episode contains content warnings for drowning, emotional manipulation, body dysmorphia, and emotional abuse. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Ahead of today's episode, I just wanted to give a brief uh, set of content warnings. This episode is fairly heavy, especially in comparison to the rest of the season so far, uh, and there are detailed content warnings in the episode description. However, for people who are not looking at the episode description or just want a brief gloss, content warnings on this episode are for drowning, body dysmorphia, extreme emotional manipulation, and emotional abuse and gaslighting. Do you want me to just jump in, or should you say that I'm also here? I feel like it's, I feel like I'm like no, hiding in the closet in. and I'm bursting out, be like, I'm also here. <laughs> um, yes, hi, it's Andrew. I'm also here <laughs> because of those last couple content warnings, uh, because that is uh, an Aggie scene, an extended Aggie scene that where all of the abuse content occurs. So I think it's a important. If you are hearing this warning and then listening to the rest of the episode to know that that is when it is going to begin is when the the Aggie shit starts to go down. And also, I think it's important for you to know as a listener that I, as a player and as a person, am good <laughs> because it's uh, a very intense scene. And it's it was I mean, it was very emotionally intense. We just finished recording and it was very emotionally intense playing it. But it's uh, it's just important um, in I believe in tabletop gaming in general, um, and it's been uh, intentionally important in in the unexplored places that like we are good with how things are going. And I don't know how Christine will have edited this episode, but like you know they did like ask multiple times like, "Hey, we good?" Yeah, some of some of our check-ins and safety talk at the table will have been cut out for narrative flow reasons, but it feels important to say up front that safety tools were in place at the table and we did stop and check in several times during the scene and during yeah. the course of the episode as a whole. And if you are interested in playing <laughs> role-playing games or if you do so uh, currently, you should make sure that you include those kinds of safety tools like the X card thing um we've done some like preemptive lines and veil stuff so i highly recommend doing all of those things whatever works at your table and going for too many safety precautions and figuring out what works for you rather than 
getting into a situation where someone feels shitty based on the role playing that's happened, because that's definitely possible, especially when you have a GM who is as good at uh, creating uh, emotional situations as as Christine is, as I'm sure everyone who's listening to this episode already knows. So there will be, for that scene in particular, there will be timestamps also in the episode description if you're looking to just skip over it, or at least to know when it's coming. And other than that, we hope you enjoy might be a strong word, but we hope you enjoy the episode. We hope you experience the episode to we... to the extent of your comfort. Yes, we hope that you uh, engage with this episode on a level that is safe for you as a listener. Great. Cue the music. From your vantage point up on top of a building somewhere near to the amusement pier, I think you were on the amusement pier. From your vantage point up on top of this building, you see Eidolon uh, make his way out of the fun house at the end of the amusement pier. He sort of, of looks over his shoulder for a second as if looking to see that there's no one else around and then uh, begins moving down the pier in the direction of where Ben and uh, Foxfire are currently sitting on the carousel talking. Delightful. What do you do? Um, how far apart are they? Like, is it is it going to be a couple minutes until he like is able to clock them, or is it pretty dire already? I would I would say you probably have a minute. Okay. And that's that's assuming he doesn't use his powers to like. Move sure, or anything. sure, yeah. Like, if he's walking at the pace that he's walking and continues to do that, you probably have about a okay. minute. Um, and uh, Ben still has Ben, you still have your 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 earpiece in, right? I believe so, yeah. Great. Uh, then I'll just hop on there and I'll say, uh, Ben, uh, the 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 twin guy, uh, is walking straight towards you from the funhouse, uh, multipl- multiplication, multiplication man, Eidolon, Eidolon. <laughs> <laughs> I I need that to all of been in character. Absolutely, I I, I have Idolon's name written down in front of me, but multiplication okay, man is what good. Alex thought. Ben will kind of look around and uh, look to her and say, "All right, um, I think I think somebody else is here. I'm not sure if we're technically speaking supposed to be here, so it might be time to uh, skedaddle." As it was. 
she kind of like looks around. What do you mean someone else is here? This place is abandoned. I don't know. Just, just a feeling. Do I notice anything as I'm looking around? Uh, do you want to perhaps assess? That sounds like the a situation thing that I can that do in, with maybe? a move that exists. Yeah. <laughs> what's your plus? What's your superior right now? <laughs> minus one. Great. Do you want to go ahead yeah, and roll minus superior? Let's see what happens. That's a seven. Hey. Yeah. So one one question. What here can I use to blink? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? What who here is most vulnerable to me? How could we best end this quickly? What here is the biggest threat? Um. So it's 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 kind of tough to say. Um, you've seen what Eidolon can do, sort of, of at least, I guess first, I was gonna say secondhand, but you were, you were in it at that point. Uh, you've seen what he can do firsthand, he's pretty dangerous. The other thing that you know about him is that he does work for Fearmonger, um, and if he's here snooping around, or, or lurking, or something, the reason that he's here is probably not, is probably Fearmonger related, right? Sure. Um, you don't know about the supposed kidnapping, but you do know that he's connected to Fearmonger and that he's a, a shady character for sure. So I think I think you get the sense that like if you were to directly confront him, he would be the biggest threat. But if you can avoid him, there might still be something else going on. Does that answer your question? I think so. Um with that role, do I get a sense of like where he is and where he's coming from? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you currently the way that this is set up is that you're sitting on the carousel. You've kind of got your back towards the edge of the pier that he is coming from. Um, I don't know if Alex maybe gave you an an idea, but I don't think you can like. I mean, I guess yeah. If you're taking a second to look around for him, you can probably like like peek around the corner and and see that he's headed your way. I will say as much like yeah, some someone's here and they're heading this way. I I think we need to get out of here. And I will, what is, what is the closest amusement park feature? <laughs> uh, you tell me, Chris, what is the closest amusement feature? I mean, if you're going to let me choose, then I'm going to choose the Hall of Mirrors. It's, no, that is the Fun oh, House. Is no, where the, the Hall of, that's at the other, that's where he just came out oh, of. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang it, I had to pick the one thing that had already been established. No, we hit the two bit. We hit Ferris wheel and Funhouse. <laughs> I had to pick the one thing that was already ones. established <laughs> geographically. Um, You're allowed to pick a uh, funnel cake stand <laughs> or the one where you shoot the ducks. <laughs> is, there, is there someone yelling at me about how I can't knock over the bottles and win the, pro- <laughs> win the prize? Um, there's, test, there's a big hammer at test of strength if you want to use that. <laughs> <laughs> it is bolted down. Um, yeah. And it's also not actually that heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a three pound rubber hammer. I Okay, well, if Hall of Mirrors is out, then I think... I think that there's like an old, one of those old rickety, like, wooden oh, roller yeah. coasters. Like, not a, not a particularly large one, but the kind that's all wooden lattice work uh and ben is going to rush over to that and kind of like swing his way between some of those lattices and kind of hunker down and hide and like as he Mm -hmm. does not just like leaving foxfire behind like motioning (laughs) like all right follow me we're gonna we're gonna 
she will she will come bit. with you. Um, and I think that as she like cool. stealthily moves into this cover that you've you've identified, um, and she also gets a glimpse of him, and she says, "I've I've seen him before. He he works for Fearmonger. What do you think he's doing here?" I don't know, but I've run into him before too, and I know it's it's probably not not great that he's here at the same time that we are. Do you, do you think he followed you here? I don't know that he could have. And he he came from further in the park. He he didn't. If if I'm understanding the geography correctly, yeah. he oh, says yeah. out of character. <laughs> Maybe he just lives here. Um, as this is happening, I assume that your communicators go to everyone and not one to one. I also assume. So this. Aggie, you've also yes. heard that. Uh, quote unquote multiplication man <laughs> that uh, Alex has just spotted <laughs> Eidolon. Great. And uh, where am I and what You're am I doing? You're also up on the roof with Alex. You were just, your focus was directed towards Ben and she was surveying the area. Gotcha. Um, I guess, so here's, here's my concern. We don't know that Eidolon knows that Ben and Foxfire are here. And if he does know that, the question is, does he know that they're both here and they're together and they're maybe sharing information? That's like worst case scenario. Is that he knows. Worst case scenario is that he knows that, you're saying? Yeah, or finds that out, I think. I mean, so... If I should distract him... I think goal here should be to get Eidolon out of here and then we investigate the rest of the pier yeah like we like pull him out and then check out the fun house exactly good call that's why i'm in love with you (laughs) (laughs) but you do not have any influence over me not yet so how do you think you do that? <laughs> um I, I, I don't think it would hurt to wait to see where he's going. Like if he he might just walk out of here. And I think that that is our ideal path forward. Is that not like one of us does not have to take Eidolon on a wild goose chase. Um so maybe wait and see where he's going and what he's doing, and then if needed, then I think you're probably the best one to distract Eidolon, given your history and also your powers. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I had a dumb idea that probably wasn't gonna Ooh, work. Do tell. So I'm glad. No, that, please. <laughs> no, I was gonna say you should. You should sort of like teleport. We're we're on a pier. Oh, so you should like teleport in the water and then pretend you're drowning and then. <laughs> that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> And then hope Wait. that this supervillain tries to rescue you. Exactly. Has Eidolon... Eidolon... No, Eidolon has... supervillain no, or is he a misguided youth? Supervillain's a strong word. You're right. Can... From my vantage point, can I assess the situation Absolutely. and try to figure out what he's up to? Yes, you can. Would you like to... What's your superior? It's two. Very nice. nice. Go ahead and roll plus superior. Now, would you say that this impresses Alex or frustrates Ben? <laughs> oh, I guess that's not technically my call to make, but I wouldn't think so. Uh, n- nor would I. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Is this a speed-related roll? <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Superior. That's, That's a 12. A 12. Whoa. Go fuck yourself. I'm great at this game. <laughs> uh, so I forgot how good I was at this fucking game. I'm so good at rolling dice. Two questions. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? How could we best end this quickly? By the way, the last time I rolled it was a four, except that was a conditions roll, so that was the good one. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> yeah. Don't have any conditions marked. Yeah. Completely, completely min-maxed. Yeah, extremely. I mean, look, my labels get moved around, so that's not uh, necessarily always going to be the case. I think but, it's been the case uh, the entire anyway. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you should have adults influence uh, me <laughs> Maybe it's. May I remind our audience that Aggie's labels right now are Danger 3, Freak 2, Savior minus 2, Superior 2, Mundane minus 2. Very min-maxed. Yeah. I had a moment of thinking I had screwed up because oh. I uh, I forgot that guilty put gives a minus two to assess the situation, but uh, roll twenty did that for me. Ah, that explains Love part it. of why it was low. <laughs> All right, so two questions, Aggie. Yeah, um, I'm gonna start with uh, how could we best end this quickly? My hope being that we can end this without Eidolon seeing us. So the question I'm really asking is, how can we make sure that Eidolon doesn't see us? But, but that's, that's not one of the questions. Right. Um, I think from, from up here, what you can see is that he seems to be moving with a purpose. He doesn't see, he's like kind of looking over his shoulders as if to check that he's either not being followed or that there's no one else around. Um, but he doesn't seem to be doing like a close sweep. He's not like on a patrol here or something like that. He's he's going somewhere. Gotcha. He's okay. leaving the pier. Um, and so I think that like everyone kind of keeping quiet and out of sight is likely to be enough. Like staging a distraction is more likely to keep him here than it is to end this quickly. Letting him just go uh, it will probably be the better option. Okay. Can I save either of these questions, or do I have to ask them now? Um, I don't oh, know I guess technically, game... you're you're not getting hold. It just says ask yeah, two, unlike it. like it's monster not, of the week. Yeah, so yeah, I think you have to ask. Okay. Um. Uh. God, I want I want help with the next step. Is the thing. <laughs> I mean, the the question that I want to ask is, what here can I use to blank and then fill in the blank with? Get into the fun house without being detected, possibly not through the front door. Yeah, you can ask that. That's my question. So the, the fun house appears to be two stories. So there's like a lower entrance and then it's clear that you like do some walking around in there that leads you up some stairs and there's like a like a kind of a balcony at the front, right? So like you could go into the front door, you could go in up on that balcony. Uh, the other thing that there is, is you can just sort of make out on the side, on that second floor, there appears to be a, like, fire escape type thing. Like, there's a door up on the second floor. Wow. And there's a set of stairs for, like... That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you could, you could... This is a weird energy. You could do that. I'm surprised that this this abandoned amusement pier has like safety it's up measures. To code. But maybe that's why they maybe that's why they like went bankrupt because they weren't just running it on a shoestring budget and they were actually trying to be careful. <laughs> Unclear from your vantage point now if that door is locked, unlocked, whatever. 
Well, it better not be locked. Um, but that sort of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? But it does exist. So okay, cool, excellent. Let's um just hunker down and um yeah use our radar to see when he's gone. Yeah, definitely. Ben, uh, from your vantage point, you uh, can wa- you watch as he sort of like walks past and you can see that he's looking around. Are you doing anything to like ensure that he doesn't see you? Are you just kind of like holding your breath and hoping? What's the what's the vibe down below the roller coaster? Holding your breath and hoping was my favorite minor character from the Unexplored Places season 2 Tango Thank Sector. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's more holding breath and hoping mm-hmm. to sort of like finding a spot and trying to be as small in that spot as possible yeah so i think you know it's a few minutes before he makes it to the end of the pier but aggie and alex you can see that uh you can see as he sort of passes by where ben and foxfire are hiding uh and makes his way back onto back off of the pier and onto solid ground and seems to sort of head off into the city great okay well should we check it out let's yeah, let's check it out. Ben? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to... Introduce us to your friend? Or... Or get yeah, rid of It's either them. introduce us to your friend or f- find an excuse to get her out of here and for you to stay <laughs> so we can investigate the funhouse. Uh, ben, having watched the uh, Idol on Leave, will be like, all right, um, I think... I think you should get out of here because I know Eidolon works with your boss and I I don't want I don't want there to be any possibility that they know that we met up. Uh that said, I think I am gonna go take a look and see where he was coming from, what he might have been up to around here. You sure about that? No, but <laughs> Look, I mean I I don't know that it's a good idea for you to go alone. <laughs> no, I'll I'll be okay. I've I I can call my my teammates for backup if I need help. And again, I, I think odds are pretty good that if they, if they find out that we met up and are communicating, things could break pretty bad for, for you and your sister. And I, I don't want that. Uh, I think she hesitates for a second. She, I think she seems really reluctant to like let you walk into danger alone here. I think she might even say like, I, I mean, I'm sure your team is great, but if you get into trouble, I mean, this is, this is really serious. If he, I, I don't know that your team can get here fast enough to make a difference. You should, you should have backup. <laughs> no, they're, they're, oh boy, they're pretty quick. And I know that they were looking at something fairly close by in the city when I came to meet you. So <laughs> they should be, they should be close by if I need help. Okay. Um, guess I'll get out of here then. Be safe, okay? I'll do my best. Let me know if anything else comes up that I can help out with. Yeah, I will. And she sort of, of, quietly heads off the pier as well. All right, I head towards the funhouse. All right, I assume the two of you join him? Yeah. Absolutely. What's the, uh, what's the approach here? Do we want to do, do smart or do we want to do stupid? <laughs> What kind of question is that? 
Good point. Let's do stupid. Let's all go in three different entrances and then get scared and meet up and run into each other. Like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. There's going to be a musical montage. We're going to run all over a hallway. Uh, seriously, though, do you want to all go in the same entrance or do you want to go each in one of the three different entrances? I think we should probably all go in one entrance. Oh, yeah, it's fine. fun fun one but ben this is why you're my rival <laughs> but you have influence over <laughs> because me because you hate fun we should definitely go up the fire escape though right yeah i mean that's the cool yeah. way that's the way the cool kids do it is it like a um like do we have to like pull down a ladder or something i think so right i mean you gotta that's the definitely the cooler option here than there's just a staircase yeah that's loud but yeah. like who cares <laughs> All right, fire escape. Fire escape. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the three of you head to this fire escape. You pull down the ladder. It's a it's a little bit loud, but no one seems to you know. It's not like somebody hears it and jumps out or anything like that. Um, you climb up. The door is unlocked. Fortunately, not that it would matter because Aggie can walk through walls. But uh, conveniently enough, the door is unlocked and it opens into like a really narrow hallway with like a metal floor that seems to sort of like wind around a corner before going into the funhouse proper um i assume that the three of you follow that hallway yeah you uh you round that corner and you can see this section of the funhouse is the like I feel like the upstairs portion here is probably the, like, walk through a bunch of hanging punching bags kind of, you know what I mean? Absolutely not. I don't know what a fucking fun house is, apparently. Is it a car wash? <laughs> See, what, what I'm envisioning is, what I'm pretty sure not what you mean, but you said that and all I could think of is, like, the scene in a horror movie in a meat locker. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. A little bit that. <laughs> Great. Did your, wait, hold on, did your brain go punching bags, boxing, Rocky... <laughs> meat locker is that how it went for you <laughs> not you're that's not not it <laughs> okay regardless the thing i'm describing doesn't particularly matter because as the three of you step out into sort of the main portion of the fun house uh you each sort of of feel a lurching sensation in your stomach as you realize that the floor underneath of you the metal floor uh drops out and you are on a slide Oh, no. God damn it. And, uh... This is fucking Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and as you hit the bottom of the slide, the three of you are in different rooms. Yes. Of course we oh, are. Yeah. Um, I need you all to do me a quick favor and mark uh, the condition afraid. All right. I'm a what happens when I mark all, all five conditions? All do I win? You become Voltron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you've got you've got two left to take. You're fine. Oof. All right, everyone's good. Everyone's marked afraid here. I'm afraid I have. Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> All right, I'll pick. Uh, Alex, your slide drops you into uh, a large, very cold body of water. Excellent. It's extremely dark. Less excellent. Uh, the slide sort of like opens out from the ceiling into this sort of of 
hard to say. Seems like some kind of underground lake from the little bit that you can sort of see as your eyes begin to adjust. There's like a tiny bit of light coming from the slide above you. Um, You can just sort of make out a, a, a deep pool of water that seems to sort of stretch out as far as you can see in every direction from where you are. Oof. It's extremely cold. Um, Alex will call out for, for Ben and Aggie. You get no response. Um, okay, she's going to try to find uh, a way out, and she's very much, quite literally, in her element right now. So she's going to, like, just teleport in one direction, like, not trying to, like, expend any physical energy. She's not swimming or anything like that, just, like, teleporting until she can try to find a, a wall or a door or any any amount of light or anything like that. Sure. I think it takes you maybe two or three tries before you find anything other than just kind of deep water. Um, but you manage to, I think after your, say, third little jump here, you can see in the distance um, what looks like sort of the, the edge of the water. Um, and you, you teleport over to that. Uh, and there's a like a wall made of rock here, a stone huh. wall. It's sort of rough. And it's like sh- sheer vertical. And it seems so, like it goes up pretty high above you. Kind of like a Truman Show-esque, you know, at the end where he... I've never he, seen the Truman Show. Wow, spoilers. <laughs> we just spoiled the Truman Show for our, our GM. <laughs> Something that has never happened in all 29 years I've lived on this uh, earth. I've never been spoiled for the Truman Show. Not once. Um, wow. So she must have teleported like pretty far then, right? If it took like three or four jumps to, to get to this point. Yeah. Probably. Oof. Well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> just gonna curse a little bit and then uh, start following that wall to the left and just kind of trying to chart her way around and see if there's any change that she can notice at any point. Uh, yeah, you you follow it for a fair amount of time. It seems to curve. You you get the sense that probably this thing completely encircles this pool of water. And is a, a pretty large, just big circle. And no changes the entire way through. No marks on the wall, no anything, nothing. Um, some, some places there's some kind of algae or moss buildup that isn't in others. But aside from that, you know, it's not like it gets any less steep. It's not like um, you see anything written on there, any signs huh. of anything. Yikes. Um, I, I think as your eyes are beginning to adjust to the dark here as well, um, it, it's not pitch black in here. There is sort of a faint source of light. Um, there seems to be light coming up from the, the bottom of the pool. Very good. Uh, <laughs> um, go check it out. Just go spin down there. I, What's the worst yeah, that could what, happen? What is the worst that could happen? Last time I did that, I got superpowers. <laughs> so what could go wrong this time so it's gonna be great yeah i'll get more powers yeah you'll either get more superpowers or it'll cancel out your first ones and you'll die in the water <laughs> um amazing um I'm, I'm trying to figure out if i want to assess the situation but i feel like i feel like i just gotta kind of gotta do this and uh yeah i will start swimming on down towards that light all right. Uh, the pool is pretty deep. Um, you get what feels like maybe halfway down. You can you can see the light kind of getting closer, but it still seems pretty far away. 
Um, and it's like you're starting to struggle for to hold your breath here. Can I breathe underwater? Would you say? What I say? Can you breathe underwater? I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. Is it listed in your powers? Um, <laughs> unlike Ben, you can't grow a set of gills spontaneously. Ah, uh, shoot! Uh, ben didn't teach me how. No. Um, My guess would be no. You can't. Shoot! Pretty selfish of me not to have taught that. Yeah, yeah. It seems like something it's, everyone should know. Basic life skills. It's funny that I can choose to be dry, but I can't breathe underwater. Um, one is more helpful than the other. Um, tremendous. Uh, now that I've like gotten a better sense for where this light is, I think as I've like kind of coordinated that, I'll I'll go back to the, up to the surface and then I'll like uh i'll try to teleport myself down directly to it or as close as i can get to it yeah you are on your way back up to the surface you're almost there uh when you feel something uh wrap around your ankle and pull pull you back down into the water (sighs) and as it pulls it starts to sort of wind further and further up your leg and keeps pulling well fuck me um (laughs) (laughs) please leave in that full silence (laughs) yeah all of my powers all my abilities all my moves are just like messing with people and nothing about actually i mean you could could still try to teleport out of this situation if you wanted i'm not you know yeah i'll i'll try to could be a person could be ben with big tentacles it could be a person i could try to misdirect them tentacles no that's not my leg that is joe's leg um (laughs) <laughs> um Alex will will try to teleport up, but she's gonna like reach down and try to like grab this thing and try to get a sense for what it is before she does that. Uh, it feels like um like kelp or seaweed, but like uh like much thicker and stronger. Excellent. Awesome. Um can she get away from it? I think you're gonna have to make a roll. Mm. And depending on sort of, I, I guess this would be unleash your powers, probably, right? If you're trying to, are you trying to teleport away from it? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think this would be unleash your powers. Uh, you get a, uh, uh, what's your plus freak here? My freak is plus two. Um, yeah, um, I have uh, some some hold oh. on you. Oh, I can't use this for unleash your powers, can I? That's how the move works. I can use it for anything else. Good. Love that. So I'm not going to spend that whole Well, hold. I am hopeless, so I do get a minus two to unleash my powers. Great, so it evens out to a zero? Yes, it does. All right, let's see that roll. Hey! It's a seven. On a seven to nine, either mark a condition, or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Ugh. <laughs> Similarly to Chris, I only have two conditions left to be marked, so I would rather not yeah. do that. So please, Christine, tell me how this is unstable or temporary. Uh, yeah, so you managed to teleport away from this. I think you can sort of feel as you were doing it, like, it doesn't so much, like, release your leg as it, like, rips, right? Um, you sort of, of yank the kelp that is around your leg from wherever it is. Um, and it's sort of like, as you rematerialize elsewhere in the water, you can sort of feel it now that it's not attached to anything, sort of like loosen and fall off of your mm. leg. Um, and you, you, you've gotten to the surface, you've managed to catch your breath here. Um, and just as you've like caught your breath, you feel the same sensation around your other <sighs> leg. Um, it's, it's sort of just at your ankle and it starts to pull. It has not pulled you all the way under yet. 
but it is beginning to pull you again. You get the sense that just teleporting around the water is not going to like this thing will probably be able to to get you and yank you under regardless of where you are, but you could like you've gotten a temporary reprieve. You've you've caught your breath. You're not about to suffocate Great. anymore. Um hey, Christine, can I assess the situation now? Absolutely, you can assess the situation. What's your superior? Uh, my superior, let me tell you, is a plus three. Mm. Do you have any conditions that affect uh, it? Affect assess the situation? No, because I'm not guilty right now. Amazing. <laughs> you are going to take a minus one for the hold that I have over you. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But still a plus two. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. Hey. And you got a 10. So two questions. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? <laughs> Who here is most vulnerable to me? How could we best end this quickly? Um, I would love to know how we could best end this quickly. Just accept it. Just drown. <laughs> that probably is the God. is the answer. God, um, it's it's not the answer, but it's not that far off. Um, you get the sense. Uh, I mean, from the area that you're in, there's no like. No amount of teleporting around the surface of the water here is going to get you out mm. of here. The light has to be, like, that's the only yeah. option. Whatever that source of light is has to be, that's yeah. where you've got to go. Um, the kelp is trying to pull you down. Um, the kelp has to stop somewhere. You might be able to get lower than it by teleporting, but down is the right way Great. to go here. That's the best way to go to end this quickly. Uh, and then what can I use to shroud myself or hide myself from the kelp? Hmm. Interesting question. Um, to shroud myself from the kelp. It's a good lyric. Is it? <laughs> Andrew, you write music. You tell me. I feel like it's a good, like, I feel like it's a good, like, uh, uh like, novel title. I have been listening to a lot of Neutral Milk Hotel over the last week. Oh, so, okay. explains why you think it's a good lyric. <laughs> <laughs> cards on the table there's a reason why that clicked for me let's be frank <laughs> i think maybe it's not about hiding yourself from the kelp it's about out outrunning it mm. in a certain sense right yeah i was afraid that you were going to say like it's about confronting the kelp and that's not like alex's no, thing it's not. um it's not about confronting the yeah. kelp sadly i mean happily i guess for yeah, you that is good yeah Great. Um, well, you're you're familiar with uh, serpentining, and I will be like sea serpentining my way yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, just like teleporting, landing, and then immediately like not in a not in a, like a linear path to that light. I I am really going to be kind of just um, as randomly as I possibly can picking directions to work my way down there but trying not to leave any sort of pattern where this thing could guess where i'm going next yeah all right getting down there sounds also like an unleash your powers uh, you're acting on the answers to your assess the situation so you get a plus one here sick so what is that how does that balance out what's your so i have plus two to freak uh so i would have plus two but then minus two because i'm hopeless so next right. zero and, and then, then plus one plus one all right, go ahead and unleash your powers. All right, let me show you all how it's done. That's a nine on a seven to nine mark a condition. Wait, wait or, why does it oh, say what? plus zero? That's plus zero. I did add in a one. So your freak is two. 
You have minus two because you're mm-hmm. hopeless. Yeah, it should have been a yeah. one. Um, all right, so it's a ten then. Love that. Uh, so you do manage to do it. You you teleporting sort of scattershot down this extremely deep pool of water. Uh, you know, occasionally a little bit of the kelp will start to grab you, and you manage to to jump before it can get you. And it takes you, you know, 20, 25 seconds, maybe four or five jumps. Um, and you get to the source of that light, which uh, is set into the stone that makes up the bottom of this pool. There's like a, a round metal frame with a pane of glass. And you can see down below, there's a room down there. Uh. There's lights on. So a room, it's got a white floor. There's... What what looks like a um? It's hard. I mean, you see like a desk chair. It's hard to you can't see the whole room from this sort of porthole in the floor. And there's a there's a a figure standing in the room. Do I recognize that figure? Not from here. It's you're high up. Um, and it's not a great view. So Sam knows that if this uh, I and Alex would conceptually know that if this is uh if physics are to be believed that this. Uh, glass can hold quite a bit of weight and take quite a bit since at the bottom of this lake, but she's going to try to break it first and foremost. Oh, yeah. How are you trying to break it? Um, punching it. <laughs> punching, punching it? it. <laughs> yeah. Well, with your super strength, it shouldn't yeah, be a problem. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think that we get, we get a, a panel of you from the outside of this porthole. Uh, where we can see the outline of the porthole and the glass and you like about to punch it. Uh, and then we cut away on the next page to Aggie. You land from this slide. Um, similarly, it sort of like drops you from the ceiling into sort of an unceremonious heap on the floor. And you are in, uh, you remember the lab at Haven, at, uh, at Woodford University that you first yeah. saw Transistor in? Yeah. You're in there. You're in the middle of the room. Oh. There's a uh, plexiglass sort of barrier around you. And there, the lights are off, except for the one directly kind of above you here. Interesting. I, I stand up and dust myself off. And I use my communicator and say, hey, where are you guys? <laughs> You get uh, static in response. Oh, shit. Um, the plexiglass thing is, is like fully enclosed, but you can, there's a door, right? Uh, that's, that's how you remember it from when you saw it in the lab. You can't find the door here. Okay. God, if only I could walk through walls. Um, I walk through the wall mm, <laughs> to get out of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you don't. Explain. You try, and it seems like there is something about the makeup of this barrier at, like, an atomic level that is preventing you from being able to phase through it. Your your mist form is not, like, thin enough to get through this. Damn. Same with the floor? Yep. Huh. And, uh, and as you attempt to do that, the fluorescent lights in the rest of the room kind of like like click on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's there's is it someone... a big wait. Sorry, before you continue. Yeah. Is it like a a gentle click or is it like a big kachunk? Oh, it's a big kachunk for sure. Hell yeah. 
Um, and there's someone sitting in uh, a, a chair, sort of 10 feet maybe from the, the edge of the barrier in the direction that you're facing. And it's, it's Lakshmi. And she says, oh. yeah, it's not going to help you out much. You, you won't be able to get through. That's what it was designed for. What the fuck? What, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, it's to keep people safe. Keep who safe? You, me, the world. Um, who, why, what the fuck? What the fuck? Do you want to be more specific with your questions, Aggie? What are you doing here? What am I doing here? How does me being in a dumb box help the world or me or you? She like holds up her fingers to count like the answers to each question. She like holds up one finger, she, uh, you know, taps one finger and says, guarding you until we're ready, trapped where you can't hurt anyone. And uh, you being locked in a box is the first step towards us getting rid of those powers of yours. Dr. Ward has the whole thing sorted out. It should only be, she like glances down at a watch, 15, 20 minutes. Hmm. Well, okay. Start the timer. Um, I'm going to start punching this fucking glass. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, that sounds like an unleash your powers, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm definitely using full force here. Yeah. All right. So what's your freak right now? My freak right now is two. And you don't have a condition penalty. Is that right? Correct. I still have hope. Great. We'll see how, well <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. Um, all right, go ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers. Okay. Um, do I have anything for this? I sure don't. You don't? I, I feel like you must. I don't. I have stuff for punching people, but not really. And like getting into a fight. Right. Oh, you're trying to shop is directly a engage a threat. That's right. Yeah. That's the move I was thinking of, but that doesn't, you're right, that doesn't help here. All right, so I guess yeah. it's just plus freak. What does team do again? <laughs> if you, uh, if you want to act selfishly, yeah. let, me, let me read the, I don't know that it would apply here. Um, mm. You can spend a team to act selfishly, say how your actions ignore or insult your teammates, remove one team from the pool, and then shift your labels. So that wouldn't even... I don't know that that would even help. Uh, I mean, I could shift freak up. Right, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I don't think there's a way. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty sure that I have already made the joke where I just do something normal but shout insults at Ben while yes. I'm doing it. So, uh, all right, so I'll just roll the roll freak plus two. Yeah. That is a nine. It's a nine, so you can either mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I'm going to mark a condition. Excellent. What are you marking? You're already afraid. I'm going to mark angry. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, we'll give you minus two to comfort or support and minus two to pierce the mask. Neither of which seems like something you'll be using in the next few minutes. Um, yeah, it, it, it certainly takes some punching, but you manage to sort of, of begin 
to fracture this material. Uh, and on the other side of the cage, I suppose, that you're in, uh, Lakshmi says, Aggie, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, because you don't have superpowers that make your punches better. You'd probably be like breaking your breaking your hands or something. I'm doing this. I'm saying this while I'm still punching the glass. Look, we're just trying to do what's in your best interest. Yeah, I'm trying to do what's in my best interest too. Get the fuck out of this <laughs> box, asshole. Well, all right, keep punching it if you want to keep punching it, but I obviously want to keep punching it. <laughs> we're not letting you out of here. I'm not asking you to. I'm letting myself out of here. Ben, you also go down a slide. Um, instead of dropping you into a horrifying pool of water or a cage in a lab, you go down a, a like a nice, gentle little slide. The walls are like green and white sort of swirls. Uh, it's a funhouse slide. It's just like a normal funhouse slide. It drops you down onto the first floor of this funhouse. And it drops you directly into the Hall of Mirrors. Okay. You, you take a second to get your bearings. The light's coming through sort of the front here. You can see, you know, the, the area around you is sort of half mirrors, half panes of glass. And, and you know, the mirrors are sort of, uh, of, of twisty and warped, and your reflection in them is, is, uh, is warping a little bit. Yeah, it's not a reflection I'm terribly used to yet either. <laughs> no, it's not. And as you sort of get to your feet... Uh, in this Hall of Mirrors, you can see at the entrance, uh, you know, a, a f couple of feet to your left, Foxfire. She's turned back around, and she sort of uh, pokes her head into the entrance of this maze of mirrors and glass. And she says, Ben, are you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I, I, I was, I was upstairs with, with my friends. They... I thought we all went down the same slide, but they're not... Why did you come back? I felt really bad. I... <laughs> I don't think you should be walking in a danger like this. That I set you up for, so I came to help. Uh, here, let me... Uh, I'm gonna try to get to you. You set... Well, hang on. That you set me up for? No, I... No, not that I set you up. That I encouraged you... I... No. Uh, hold I'm on, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to you. And she, like, puts her hand on the, like, glass walls and starts to try to, like, work her way through this maze. I want to pierce the mask. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, when I you pierce minus... someone's mask to see the person beneath, roll plus mundane, what have you got right now? Uh, minus two, and I'm angry. So, so a minus four to yep. pierce the mask? Mm. <laughs> yep. Can we, um, real quick. Uh -huh. I just want to talk about the math of how 2d6 plus stat works. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. If you roll a 10 or below, you're failing this roll. If you roll an 11 or 12, you're going to get one question. Just want to yeah. make sure that you're cool with those statistics yeah, I'm, before I'm, we make this roll. I'm aware of that. I'm trying well, to... Well, you can always I use luck. <laughs> could I'm use team selfishly. I could use team selfishly. I'm trying to play into the... My, yeah. my various conditions right now a little bit. I mean, yeah, for sure. You're sorry. Read them out for us again. Uh, afraid, angry, and guilty. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and roll 2d6 minus four. <laughs> That's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> it says, oh, 
deer. <laughs> oh, I've boy. never seen that. Well, marking some experience or potential. Yeah. The, the oh, funny dear. thing is you rolled a terrible roll anyway. Yeah, it like, would have been not... awful without all mm-hmm. of that. Yep. Um, wow. You You look at her. And she seems extremely cagey. She seems very suspicious. The fact that she has, like, tried to just bowl past your question here seems bad. Yeah. Seem- feels like she's lying to you, Ben. It super feels like she's lying to you. Um, do you think that, that Foxfire lying to you about this and potentially having lured you into a trap makes you feel more, um, more hopeless or more insecure? Oh, man. I honestly think insecure. Yeah. Cuz right. like th- this this was been kind of taken a taken a a lot on faith. Mhm. All right, one more and I've got the infinity gauntlet of <laughs> teenage <laughs> angst. Yeah. Um and she's making her way in this maze towards you. I'm And she's like just stay stay where you are. Let me let me get to you, okay? I'm going to start trying to make my way further into the Hall of Mirrors and see if I can like I'm Keep, to keep distance between me and Foxfire and to try to see if, like, I can spot any, like, other ways, like, further into the funhouse or mm-hmm. down below or, like, you know, anything that looks like it might lead to wherever Ben and Alex have ended up. Yeah. Um, okay. You start to make your way deeper into this this Hall of Mirrors. Are you, what is your, like, strategy for navigating a, a maze? Um. If I'm being, if I'm keeping it a hundred, I don't think Ben has a strategy right now. Right. <laughs> if I'm, just, if I'm trying just to play, through. yeah, I'm just, I'm just going. Uh, and I think that I'm imagining like any dead ends I come to are becoming increasingly frustrating, and maybe there's a few mirrors that are getting broken mm-hmm. out of out of that frustration. Yeah, it's extremely slow process. Um, you think you were starting to get deeper in and then all of the turns that you have to make are leading you back towards the entrance um you get extremely turned around um you get in deep enough that you start to lose sight of the entrance right you lose sight of the like the amusement pier on the other side of the first set of sort of glass panes um and you were getting increasingly disoriented and every once in a while you'll turn a corner and you'll see foxfire and it's hard to say if it's her reflection or if you're seeing her through a pane of glass or if she's in the same sort of of hallway that you are and she she's continuing to try to catch up with you and she says ben please just let me help you ben's gonna keep trying to get away and is gonna kind of call out like oh yeah help what kind of trap are you gonna help me into this time huh please can we just talk about that can you wait for me for one minute and can we just talk about this ben does not wait <laughs> ben ben continues lashing his way into this into this maze the dead ends are getting more and more frequent. Every time, you know, one out of every 20 corners you attempt to turn, you manage to make your way through. And she is starting to catch up quite quickly now. Not in like a she seems to know where she's going way, but like she's having better luck, right? Sure. Um, she's maybe a little less heated. More and more of these mirrors and, and panes of glass have her reflection in them as you start to turn. And it seems almost like the turns you are taking are leading you back towards her. And you're seeing this whole time, you are seeing, you know, glimpses of yourself in these mirrors as you run into them. And each one is like, 
your body morphed in like a different sort of distorted way. <sighs> and you get to you you turn a corner and you find that you are face to face with her and there's nothing between you. And you look at the mirror next to the two of you and your reflection is extremely distorted. And her reflection in the same mirror is not. Um, I want to cut to Alex here. Um, Alex, you punch this glass. And something strange happens as you do it. Which is not so much that you break the glass and come falling out of this porthole. Oh, dang. As much as your fist makes contact with the glass and you are in the room below. Oh, very cool. And you can now see the room that you're in. It's a, it's a white tile floor. Um, the walls are, are, are mostly obscured because the entire like, main wall of this room is covered in uh, video screens, monitors. There's a desk uh, with you know, a keyboard in front of this set of monitors. And there's someone sitting at the desk watching the monitors. And you can see the monitors seem to show different, different pieces of the funhouse. One of them shows the entrance. One of them shows the, the narrow hallway from the fire escape that you all just came in. One of them shows Aggie standing alone in a dark room. Huh. One of them shows Ben alone in a hall of mirrors. God damn. There's several others in rooms that don't seem to have anyone in them. Sort of increasingly deep into this fairly complex funhouse. And the person sitting in the chair, who has not yet turned around to see you, says, That, I must admit, was ingenious. I didn't expect you to get out of there so fast. It felt <laughs> to me like a long time. I think the teleportation probably sped the process up quite quickly. Your friends are having a much more difficult time of it. And uh, he finally turns around and sitting in this desk chair in front of this row of monitors is Fearmonger. Fantastic. Rusalka, yeah? Yes. Um, fear guy. <laughs> it's close enough. I, would, I was interested to see how you would handle things. The illusion. And you look up now and obviously there's not only no porthole in the ceiling, but also no extremely deep pool of water above it. So I was just standing here behind you for ten minutes or whatever, just to just to be clear. You were in a different room. You did teleport oh, in here. Wow. I I look around, Christine, do I see any water around me? Uh there's a pool of water under you, kind of 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 like your clothes okay. are wet. Interesting. Huh. Right. Um, I mean, you, you you stuck me in a in a puzzle with you know, one way out, and it was something from my memories. So it made sense to follow the way I did. I'm not a puzzle master here. I didn't create this for you. You did that yourself. Oh, then I'm good at setting myself up for success. I guess. Um. <laughs> Confidence is not a bad thing to have, Rusalka. You seem to have it in spades, at least when it matters. Sure. Uh, now, I would ask you if you would be willing to snap those two out of it. Um, maybe we could talk, the four of us? No, I don't think so. 
I want to see how they do. More than that, I want, uh, like, love back from your friend. And more than that, I don't want either of them interfering with what I'm doing or with our conversation. Your friends, they're, they're very good at the specific things that they do. Silver Spirit, breaking things. Being places where he shouldn't be. Sure. The mutant seems to have quite the control over his physical form, except maybe when it matters most. You, though, your skill set, or your abilities, I should say, seem to exceed your skill set. You're very capable, Rusalka. Not just because of those powers of yours. You've shown quite an, an, an admirable level of strategic thinking, persistence, all valuable traits. Answer me this question, if you wouldn't mind. Why this team? Why these two? I, <laughs> I didn't particularly have a choice. I'm sorry, that's not a great answer, but this is who I ended up with. And, and you don't ever get the sense that they're holding you back? This is so interesting, Christine, just to kind of step out of it for a moment, because like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, I love to, to talk through this, um, because absolutely not, like, that would never have occurred to her. Like, she's frustrated to an extent, um, mm -hmm. but like, it not in any sort of like, you're holding me back, or this is about me necessarily way. Um, yeah, but this coming from like a, an adult who to this point have like all in her mind, look down on her is mm -hmm. very different. Um, and it, I think, it, I think it is easy to feel tempted to, to like retroactively frame things in that light. So that's what, that's a struggle for her right now. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I want to say that if your superior were not already a three, he would be attempting to shift <laughs> your labels here, but your superior is a three. So he can't really do yeah. that. We, <sighs> I mean, we and they and I all have our deficiencies, but I mean, this is the first <laughs> the first time I've had a real team with me, something that someone else isn't leading. And you don't think that things would be better off if you were leading? If maybe they listened to you a little better? <sighs> Maybe they would. I, I mean, you know, yeah, yes, they would be better. Yes, and that will, that will happen in time. What, what are you getting at here? Just curious, I suppose. I think you deserve to be in an environment where you can shine. Like I said, I think you're very capable. Seeing you handle transistor, seeing the way you handled yourself just now, I'm extremely impressed. I just wonder if perhaps you would do better on a team that complemented your abilities rather than restricting them, rather than working against them. Your team. Something like that. Rusalka, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm making you an offer you can't refuse or anything like that. You're perfectly welcome to walk out of here if you'd like. I just think that you should consider. That there are people more deserving of your capabilities than the first two heroes you stumbled into a team with. 
you deserve to be a leader. To have the ability to decide for yourself what you want to do, how you want to do it. That's all. Thank you. Um, what are you trying to do here in this city? I know you think you've found the head of the serpent. I'm not it. I have a certain degree of freedom in what I choose to do, but mostly I just want to give opportunities to people who deserve them. You're a recruiter. Something like that? I... I want some time to think about this. Of course. Take the time you need. Um, answer me one... one question, though. What is it? The glove that Silver Spirit stole. Have you tried it? Yes, uh, I, yes, I did once. How did it feel? It felt like I should have aimed higher with it. Would you like the opportunity to try? To aim higher? Yes, I would. I can make that happen. This, um, these sort of gestures upwards to the room around him. In a gesture that seems to encompass the fight. Maybe he, he waves his hands across the, the monitors, right? This whole uh, building has been retrofitted with equipment similar to the glove. And he lifts a hand up and you can see that he's got a sort of metal uh, like bracelet on that like sits where the glove would sit. What you experienced... In the water. Much more than I could have done on my own. Impressive. Wasn't it? Yes. I can make people... Without this, I can make people see... A snake. A spider. A ghost. Hear an unsettling voice. With the glove, I can make you feel like you're drowning. With this... I can make you drown while standing on dry land. I'd like to give you the opportunity to see just how far you can reach, Rusalka. So, feel free to leave. The door is right there. It'll let you out the back. But when you've decided, either way, let me know. I'll do that. Do you want to do anything before you walk out of here? Um, she's going to look over the, over the monitors again. Um, mm -hmm. Both to, to check in on... Uh, her friends, but just like to give another once over to see if there is anyone else that she can see. You do see one other person on the cameras. Okay. Someone you don't recognize in another one of these rooms. Um, he seems to be sort of like cowering on the floor, basically. Um, he, it's, you know, you don't have a great view from this security camera angle. Um, but he doesn't seem like he's putting up a fight. And I don't, I don't recognize him. And you okay. don't recognize him. No. Ben is walking in circles, <laughs> seeming distressed. Aggie is punching the air. Oh, what are you going to do with them? Can I take them with me? They'll work their way out of there, eventually. You're not going to hurt them? Oh, no. I can't actually hurt anyone. They can hurt themselves while they're here, but I don't think I'll let things get that far. Um, at this point, Christine, I would love to pierce the mask. Yeah, when you pierce the mask to see the person beneath, 
Roll plus mundane. What's your mundane and do any of your conditions affect this? My mundane is zero. Uh, and I do have a minus two to pierce the mask. <laughs> okay, so a minus two Glorious. here. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. That's a two. Oops. Two plus two minus two. Um. Um. Oh. I have, I have never used team selfishly. Um, would this count as using it selfishly since I would be using it to clock whether this it would but that would only it just shifts your labels oh, okay okay to do it so you'd only be able to get this up to a three yeah. unfortunately so i don't know that that would be helpful to you yikes you're you're angry at at aggie yes oh is that part of your yes, anger here definitely i'm pretty sure that's <laughs> yeah. what it was yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i think to some extent i think maybe even like looking at the monitors and seeing like Oh, yeah. Aggie's solution to whatever, like, fear landscape he's been thrust into is to keep punching shit. Of course mm. it is. Like, that's all he mm, ever I fucking does. Yeah, I think that's exactly why you're yeah, angry, uh -huh. actually. <laughs> so I think in part there's, like, a sense of distraction here, right? Like, you're, like, you're trying to pierce this guy's mask. You're trying to see what he's up to, what his motives are. But also, like, you're mad. You're angry. Yeah. He's really like he's saying what you want to hear to a certain Definitely. extent. And I think that before you get the chance to like really try to to get a better read on him, I think he says um he like looks at you and then looks back to the screen you were just watching. Um and he says don't don't make the mistake of letting someone else hold you back because you're afraid. And he's trying to shift your labels. Okay. Danger up and mundane down. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to resist that. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and, uh, go ahead and shift All them. Right. Danger up to one, mundane down to minus one. Awesome. Um, do you... Oh, God, oh, go ahead. please. No, I was going to say, do you do anything uh, else? No, so. I was going to. I was going to say, I, I, I will leave. Um, and I have never cleared a condition before of my own action, but I mm -hmm. would like to do that now. Um, yeah, which one? I would like to clear afraid, uh, and to do that, I have to run from something difficult. And mm -hmm. so I think Alex is just going to leave. Like she's not going to try to get her team out of this she's not gonna like wait outside the fun house she's just gonna leave all right yeah go ahead and clear <sighs> afraid as you leave fearmonger's house of horrors extremely apt condition to to clear here aggie you are steadily making your way through this glass it has like spider webbed out from your fist now but still has not quite given way Lakshmi glances at her watch. It doesn't feel like 15 minutes have passed, but she says, you're running out of time, Aggie. And she sort of points up and says, do you see that, um, that jet up there at the top? Ward's cure. It's a gas. If you don't get out of there before she activates it. Goodbye, miss. Goodbye, metal. Um, oh, boy. Um, Aggie's gonna keep punching, but, um, 
Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Fuck. Oh, the dramatic irony. <laughs> <laughs> I love dramatic irony. I know you do. Shout out to dramatic um. irony. Gotta be one of my favorite genders. <laughs> Yeah, Aggie's Aggie's still punching, but he's getting upset now in more ways than just angry and afraid. I think. Would you say um, that you're getting? Um, would no. you say that you're getting guilty, hopeless, or insecure? <laughs> Not yet. I I I chose my words carefully. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's just uh he's just gonna say, "Why are you doing this? What like what? I thought I thought we were friends. What?" What's happening? Why? Why are we why haven't? Would you... We haven't been friends in a long time, Aggie. We haven't okay, been friends well, uh... since I found out you were lying to me about the only thing that mattered. We had an agreement. We would. You would. We would leave each other alone, and then you came back, and and you tried to get me to do something for you. What are you like? What? What is going on here? Um, he's gonna. <laughs> foolhardily uh try to uh pierce the mask sure when you pierce someone else's mask to see the person beneath roll plus mundane have you got anything that uh your mundane is a minus two and you are also Mm -hmm. angry yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but i'm really good at rolling dice (laughs) you are really good at rolling dice all right give it a shot do I have anything you can use? <laughs> I don't think so. Really, really, uh, you know, you were saying earlier about, about my min-max? character sheet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, really uh, hitting the min of the min-max. <laughs> yeah. I let you go so many sessions just punching shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still punching shit as I'm doing this, so at least I have that. <laughs> That's a four. Oof. You know what? That's better than everyone else's shit rolls. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, it, you didn't get a condescending remark from roll 20. That's true. There's no oh dear on this one. Um, You know what happens? I think she laughs. Except the laugh that that you hear, this is someone you knew extremely well. It's not her laugh, the noise that you hear. It's not her laugh. It's another laugh that you are deeply familiar with. It's Dr. Poulter's laugh. Fuck. How do you feel about marking hopeless? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, And the door behind her opens. And Dr. Poulter is standing there. And she says... I'll take this from here. And Lakshmi walks out of the room. Fuck. (laughs) It's good to see you, Arthur. You're looking well. Circumstances aside. Fuck. Would you like to stop punching for a moment so we can have a conversation? Um, hmm. Oh boy. I'm trying to st- Andrew's trying to decide how how Aggie reacts to this person. Mhm. 
Because I'm thinking it's probably differently than most other people. Sure. Um, you want to talk it through? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm stressed out. Uh... This is what happens when you all give me two months of prep for an episode. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Um, Yeah, I'm kind of feeling like this is um, just because of the, the time at which Aggie was in, (laughs) in the, in, uh, oof, boy okay words all right so i feel like um because of the uh trauma that aggie experienced at the hand of this person mm-hmm. and at the time at which that happened mm-hmm. probably does not have a lot of willpower or um uh yeah, stability in in the face of this person. Yeah. So I think um, this does sort of shut him down. Like, I mean, everyone like makes jokes about like Aggie just punching his problems. Like that, just like e- like literally every character has done that, mm-hmm. and it has not changed anything really. Has just sort of emboldened him. Yeah. But I think from Doctor Poulter that does, um that sort of that just uh yeah just like cuts the the legs out from under him and he just sort of he throws a few more like half-hearted punches and then just sort of slows down and stops and um just sort of yeah falls to his knees and sort of panting out of breath not um meeting dr polter's eyes she picks up one of the chairs and moves it up quite close to the the other side of the glass and puts it down and, and takes a seat and crosses her legs. Looks down at you. You know, Arthur, you you were one of my most promising experiments. You've done well for yourself, haven't you? The control you've managed to obtain over your abilities. I would say out of everyone, well, the the upsetting fact that you are one of the only two that made it out uh, was uh, made better by the fact that the two of you that did make it out were the ones with the most promise. But I, I wonder, Arthur, about how you've chosen to use them. Quite recklessly, I think. Dangerously. Colin has, um, let's say, has found a more responsible way of going about things. I'd hoped the same would happen for you. You know, Dr. Ward is a good friend of mine. I could ask her to stop, to let you go. I'd like to. I'd like to ask her to stop. I'd like to ask her to let you go, Arthur. But I need to know that you deserve it. Do you think you do? Um, I think Aggie, um, yeah, still looking down, just, just sort of mumbles. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you speak up? I... I I don't know. And why don't you know? Uh, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. What would help you to know? Let me help you. I, I need to get out of here. I'd like to let you out of here. You're going to have to give me more than that. I, I'm... S- <sighs> I can... I can... Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can... I can do something. I can... I can help. I can do good. I can just... I just need to... I don't know. And what would you do if I let you out, Arthur? Where would you go? I'm... I don't... I don't have anywhere to go. Not to your friends? Your team? I don't know where they are. I don't know if they want me. And why don't they want you? Because I'm... I'm... I'm not... (laughs) Because I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. Arthur, look at me. I look at her. She's gonna shift your labels. As she looks back at you. She's, um... She's going to shift your god shifting your labels is wild because they're so i can't go lower than minus two right yeah i I believe so okay um she's gonna shift your superior down and your mundane up okay that makes sense you're accepting yeah do you think you can be arthur do you think you can be stronger for your friends? Do you think you can be stronger for me? I I I want to be. That's not what I asked. Yes. Good. She stands up. She reaches towards the glass and presses a button on the side of it. And there's like a like a click and a hiss. And behind you, a door opens. Do you step out? Yeah. You step out, and you are standing in a dark room. And she's gone. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna, uh... I'm. I. I guess I'll, I'll try to like feel around the wall and see if I can find anything, um, a door or something. Yeah, it takes you a few seconds, but you find a, a door handle, and a door that is unlocked. I open it. It opens off the back of the funhouse, onto the pier. <sighs> I think Aggie's sort of at a loss for a moment. And he just sort of looks out 
uh, across the, off the pier, across the water, um, and just sort of stands uh, there looking and thinking for a moment. Ben, you are looking in this mirror at your extremely distorted reflection and at Foxfire's completely normal one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and she is looking at the mirror as well, and you can see a look of, of confusion cross her face. And then she turns and looks at you. And she says, Um... Okay. Um Are you doing this on purpose? Are you trying to freak me out cuz that's really not funny, Ben? Ben I think Ben kind of staggers away from that mirror and You bump back into a mirror immediately behind you. I just crumple like to the floor. Uh and I'm like looking at my my hands and my body to try and determine like what do I look like right now uh and I say I'm not I'm not doing anything what why are you here what why did you want me here why did you come back what what is happening Ben Ben you're really starting to freak me out Yeah yeah I'm really fucking good at that what's going on please I, I don't know what you mean. I just came after you to to get you out of the funhouse and you ran away from me. And now I. <laughs> what do I see when I'm looking at like my actual hands and arms and like legs? Um, so it's complicated because you're currently surrounded by funhouse mirrors that have like different distortions to them. Yeah. And you can catch them in your peripheral vision. And each time you catch a reflection from a different one of these mirrors in your peripheral vision, it changes what you are seeing as you look down at your own body. Ben is going to close his eyes and put his head in his hands and just say, please, just, just go, please. She, you, you don't hear her move, but she doesn't say anything. Oh, I... I'm going to be the monster. Yeah. Uh, when I frighten, intimidate, or cow others with my monstrous form, roll plus freak. And I think what this looks like is Ben goes from quietly saying, please leave to, I'm not going to do this because this is an audio medium and my microphone is set to a certain level, but I, he just <laughs> roars leave and i transform and just sort of like i don't think he's transforming with any kind of in like specific intent mm -hmm. other than i want to break as many of these mirrors as i can as quickly as i possibly can sure and so i think like he's becoming larger and maybe like an extra limb or two grows and like he becomes scaly and just like this is not a controlled like I have a, a set goal so mm -hmm. I'm gonna make my body do this thing this is just an outburst alright this move fortunately is not affected by any of your yeah, four conditions so, so go ahead and just, roll plus I'm, two 
Yep. Yeah. Two wow. plus two that's plus bad. two. That's a six. Um, do you want to use team selfishly to bump that to I, bump your freak up and make this a I seven? Think I'm, I think I'm going to. I think that this is a. All right. Can you say how your actions ignore or insult your teammates? I don't know if they do in like a real world sense, but right. I think that it feels <laughs> like it does sure. to Ben because I think that like Ben is really trying to be like the best version of himself he can be because he feels like he needs to. And this is a real moment of like dropping any pretenses of that. This is a, yeah. a tantrum. And like if any... It's one of those, like, if someone was seeing this, it would be the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. And so that, coupled with the fact that I'm already insecure, is, like, that is yeah. pretty rough. Mm -hmm. All right, so you can shift one label up and one label down. I assume freak up to make this a seven. Yeah, freak will go up, uh, and I think I'll knock savior down. Sure, down to a two. All right, so on a seven to nine, so on a, on a hit, they are thrown off and make themselves vulnerable vulnerable to you or they flee on a seven to nine choose two you frighten others you had not intended to scare you hurt someone or break something you shouldn't have you feel like more of a monster afterward mark a condition gm's choice i mean i think that last one is again a given yeah <laughs> and i think there's no others well huh i'm just i'm i'm really torn between the first two because i think they're both interesting, and my what I what I why I paused was I was going to say there's no others around that I'm could potentially frighten, but like I don't know that there might be. Sure, I I'm gonna go with hurt someone or break something I shouldn't have. Okay, and uh, and because yeah, in no small part because part of this action I was also hoping to clear that angry condition mm -hmm. by breaking something important. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just want to look up in the book if anything special happens when you've marked all five conditions. Yeah. Um, nothing except that you're really bad at taking a powerful blow. Um, so I'm going to yeah. mark hopeless for you. Fair enough. Which feels also like the right condition to be marking yeah, at this particular absolutely. narrative moment for you. Uh, and as you hurt someone or break something you shouldn't have, you said you're like breaking the mirrors here, right? Yeah, I. Th this is a an outburst of like I am tired of I I I would like no longer to perceive myself. Yeah, I think that that you get a look of Fox of of I was gonna say Foxfire, but I, Savannah. You get a look at mm -hmm. Savannah in like the moment before she runs from you, and like shards of the mirror have just like cut her face open. Oh my god. Um and you know she is she is is crying and is terrified and she runs. We cut from that image of her oh. running to um Alex you've just come out of of the door that Fearmonger let you out of and sort of rounded the corner where the fun house is towards the front of it. Um and there's a a, a foxfire standing there. Oh, um... She sort of has been kind of, like, half hiding behind um, a, a funnel cake stand, uh, and she, like, sees you and sort of, like, steps out when she realizes that it's you and not, say, Eidolon, um, and she says, you're, you're Ben's teammate, right? Uh, 
yes, you're... Are you Foxfire? <sighs> she, like, sighs a little bit at the name, and she says... <laughs> it, Savannah. Um, Alex. I... Were you just in there? Is he in there? Who? Um... I, <laughs> ben. I... Yes. Yeah. He is. Is he okay? Um, he should be fine, I think. What does that mean? <sighs> it's... Fuck. <laughs> I... I can't, I can't do anything to help him, but I, 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 I have been told that he'll be fine. Well, so. You've been told by who? Told by who? Who do you think? Fuck. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going in. And she starts to take off towards the funhouse. It's. It's just a test, uh, just to... Ugh, fuck. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think she's gonna go after her. Okay. Uh, you see her as she walks into the funhouse. Um, Timeline-wise, this is about where, Aggie, you've been... You've, uh, you've, you've come out. You're looking out over the water. What do you do when you've uh, collected yourself a bit here? Um, I think maybe you hear voices as this conversation happens around the front of the funhouse. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I've fully collected myself. Sure, yeah. I would say. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think at the very least, like, some outside stimulus is going to shake him out of... Not entirely, but at least like give him something to focus on that is not the the middle distance. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so he'll just sort of he'll just turn and slowly like walk around to the to the front where he hears those voices and I guess probably see Foxfire running in and and uh Alex. Um but I don't know that he's gonna like say anything sure <laughs> or just like once he sees what's happening just sort of stand there not sure what to do next alex do you say anything or do anything here um do, do i see aggie yeah i mean i'm you yeah. know like peeking around the corner i'm coming okay. around the side of it as as foxfire is coming in so no i i think alex just wants to leave and like in, in my mind, this is still a part of the like I, I'm clearing afraid by running from something difficult, and I think that she does not want to like engage with other people right now. Sure. Yeah. So you just keep walking. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ben, you're covered in shards of glass and mirror, and sort of transformed into your your most monstrous form here uh and as the sort of of debris of you breaking all of these mirrors has cleared and after foxfire is gone you see that every mirror around you has broken except one directly in front of you and when you look in that mirror you see yourself 
the way that you would look if none of this had ever happened. The way that normal, what, 17-year-old Ben might have looked. (sighs) Dark room. Nothing around you but broken glass at your feet and this mirror in front of you. What do you do? I... I just sink to my knees in front of that mirror and break down in sobs. I think it feels like a long time. And then you hear the sound of a door opening and a little bit of light sort of leaks into the room through a doorway behind you. And you hear Foxfire, you hear Savannah, and she sounds shaken and afraid, but she doesn't sound the way she sounded in here. Fear in her actual voice sounds different than the illusion that Fearmonger's funhouse had caused you to hear. She sounds sort of, of clearer and more focused. And she says, Ben, it's Fearmonger. This isn't real. Let me help you get out of here. Um, I'll kind of turn and, and look at her. And presumably her face is not gashed open, correct? Correct, yeah. She's sweating. But other than that, she looks the way she did when you saw her before you headed in here. Is it, as I'm kind of coming to my senses, is, are there mirrors, are there broken mirrors all around? No. And when you turn away from her and look back, the mirror that you were just in front of is also gone. I'll get to my feet and try to collect myself as as best I can and look at Savannah and say, yeah, and we we should get out of here. Yeah. Thanks. Come on, she takes your arm if you let her. I I do. I don't think Ben has the emotional fortitude to prevent it even if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um and she sort of leads you out the front of the funhouse, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know Aggie if you're still there if you've left at this point. Um, I think once Alex walks away, Aggie also walks away in, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, we're on a pier. You can't really go in a different direction. No. <laughs> that awkward thing where you're like, you, you are intentionally staying a fixed <laughs> distance behind <laughs> until you can turn. All right. So, Ben, when you make it out, there's no sign of, of Aggie or Alex. Are they, are, was anyone else here? Were, were my friends... Are they here? Are they are they still in there? Or I I don't the the girl she was leaving when I got here. Okay, I uh I'll get out my phone and I'll try to call Aggie. No, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Who um Ben? I'm I'm sorry. I know you're worried, but we should. <laughs> We should get out of here before anyone else shows up. Yeah, I 
they're 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 capable i'm i'm sure they're i'm sure yeah and i think ben just kind of follows savannah's lead away from the funhouse all right does anybody have a uh an image of what they're doing from here uh i do all right go for it I was also, I was also, I just want to say, I was also hoping you would say exactly that. <laughs> we, have the, we have similar narrative instincts in that way. I was like, now we do a little like vignette mm-hmm. epilogue yep. thing for each of yep. us. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Aggie needs to. Um... <laughs> Can I clear two conditions with one action? <laughs> Depends on the action, probably. Well, the conditions that I want to clear are angry and hopeless. And so for angry, I'm hoping to hurt someone, and hopeless, I'm hoping to fling myself into easy relief, yep. and I'm hoping to make those two things the same yep. thing. <laughs> Tell me about this. Um, I think Aggie is... Um, so Aggie used to be in a gang. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, what? Um, and I think part of that is also he like knew some of the... The darker sides of East Haven Heights. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Aggie's uh, going to a fight club. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think uh, we see Aggie just sort of uh, walking down um, some dark streets, seemingly like aimlessly, just sort of uh, looking at the ground, walking. uh, Maybe some. Uh, passing by some people and not paying them any mind Um, and he doesn't really know where he's walking and then he sort of stops and looks around and sees an apartment building with um, where the you know it's maybe a couple stories um, but all of the windows are dark except for one of them um, in the top uh, right right hand corner of the building um one one window has a light on in it and um he just sort of looks up at it for a second and then he goes to the steps that lead down to the basement of this building walks in knocks three times waits a couple seconds and then knocks two more times the door opens and there's we can see like past aggie in through the door a crowd of people and at the center of the crowd uh a, a sort of makeshift uh, ring in which a couple people are currently engaged in physical combat, mm-hmm. um, seemingly without much in the way of sort of rules or safety protections. And Aggie sort of gives the like the bro nod to uh, the person at the door, uh, which the person at the door returns. Um, Aggie walks in. And uh, yeah, the door closes behind him. Right, Alex or Ben. Um, Aggie has the the glove right now, right? We didn't leave it at. Uh, hang on, let me pull up one of my names for our our uh, <laughs> headquarters. This is important. We didn't leave it at uh, Sir Jumps a lot, did we? That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I don't think you all went back to the base between the last time we saw Aggie use it and now, so I assume Aggie no. has to still have okay. it. Um, well? Yeah? Sam, if you want it, I think, because Aggie doesn't want it, <laughs> certainly, at this point. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think probably when you saw Aggie come around the corner of the funhouse, I think he's just been wearing the glove and not even like realizing that he's wearing it. Mm. And um, before he saw either of you, just sort of looked down at his hand, saw that he's wearing the glove and just took it off and just sort of tossed it to the side. So it's there if you want to grab it. Ooh, I love that, actually. That actually works perfectly because I think initially Alex is just going to like leave the pier and just walk down the the coastline and is just going to kind of sit on a beach or something like that um, with her feet in the water and just kind of like head resting against her knees, just like thinking and like mulling over things. Um, and then after a time is going to go back for the glove and is going to put it on and then start trying to push herself with it. What does that look like? I think her pushing herself. Yeah, I think it it starts with just challenging herself further and further with like how far can I teleport? How well do I know the area? Um and then after a time, like if she starts getting somewhat confident with that, it's going to go to like do I even know <laughs> do I even know if there's water? here where i'm trying to get to mm. and what happens mm -hmm. if i don't know which is i think something that she's never tried before and is going to want to find out like because like like in her mind is like how did i get into Fearmonger's control room there i didn't know what i was doing so yeah can i use this to to replicate that and get someplace ben i think if you want you can stick with savannah or you can head off on your own, up to you. I think Ben leaves the pier with Savannah and goes with her back to her home, kind of to help to make sure that she gets there all right, and then he begs off. I think we see a scene where he goes back to uh, the zoologist's house, and it's like the small hours of the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so he quietly gets his way in uh and heads up to the room that he stays in and gathers as much of as many of his things as he can fit into like a rucksack uh and he writes up a note uh thanking the zoologist for letting him stay there and expressing that he I can't be here anymore because it is not safe for for him and he leaves that note on like the the dresser in this room and sneaks out and ambles off into the night not really seeming like he's heading in any direction in particular 